Hello, welcome to another edition of Jeeps and Java. I'm your host Larry, where most of our conversations will be about Jeeps, Jeeping, or in our Jeeps. We'll bring the conversation and you bring a Java. So with that, let's get to it. Before we get into our podcast, I'd like to thank Anchor for giving us this platform to create our podcast. It's an ideal price, which is free, and that's always good. So with that, let's get on to our main topic. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about being prepared and some of the different aspects that, that comes with that. We're going to have a little bit of Jeep news in there about some things that's happened uh, with your Jeeps. And then we're going to wrap up about what do we do to be prepared. So with that, what do you consider being prepared when you're out on a trail for basic maintenance and, and items like that? What do you typically do when you go out? Do you pack repair parts? Do you, do you pack tools, hope for the best? And I know that's different for everybody depending on how old your Jeep is. Even if you're driving Toyotas or anything else, obviously age has something to do with it. So if you're driving a brand new rig, you hope it don't break. So you're probably not carrying as many parts as someone who's maybe driving a 20 year old rig. Maybe they broke a few parts in the past and they know what to pack. So what do you bring? Do you bring the tools? Do you bring axles, U-joints? All these things are part of being prepared when you're out on a trail. And that even comes down to recovery. Are you packing recovery straps, traction boards? Is your rig outfitted with a winch? To what level are you preparing to be prepared? And a lot of it has to do with, are you running in a group or not? Because if you're solo, you are totally self-sufficient. If you didn't bring it, it's not going to happen. But that is what's nice about traveling in groups. And, you know, one thing I always tell you, if you're going to go Jeep riding or some kind of trail riding, go with a buddy. And that's one of the key reasons, if you get in trouble, can you be helped? And obviously, some people can travel in groups, some people cannot. Typically when I'm out, sometimes I'm the only person there. So I have to self-rely on any of my own rescue and or repairs. And it can make it tough because if something happens to me, well obviously, you know, if I don't have a radio, which is part of being prepared, or if I can't get a signal out, then it's not going to go very well for me. So with that, as you go out, do you map out your your routes, your treks, your overland routes, and do you share that with anybody? I should be here roughly this time because there's, there's big areas that you can't get signals out on. So when you're out and about, obviously you can't just continually call 
and there's once again you're not going to get signal everywhere but that is, that is the one nice thing about most GPS is that you can always find out where you're at but depending on where you're at it will depend on what type of signal you can get out Now I know myself I'm not ham licensed I would like to be so most of my radio communication is either going to be CB GMRS something like that so there's multiple levels of communication that you can get and ham is one of those things that I want I want to get uh, certified for because I know that greatly opens up your communications with the outside world because I know when you get up in the like the mountains of Colorado and that you're pretty much line of sight you don't get a whole lot of signal you can't see it it didn't happen so communications are a big part of being prepared you know it's the same thing like going anywhere in the city or around town with your cell phone well unfortunately sometimes when you get out on the trails your cell phone does not work it's nice to run some of your GPS on but it's totally useless for communicating with other people so with that do you also carry some form of backup ID because if you're out in the trail and something happens to you or you lose your wallet or your ID you're not gonna get very far with somebody if you need to use your ID or something happens you know most people are not going to just take you at your word who you are anymore so it's always good to carry a second form of ID maybe in a different location if it's all in your wallet then it's you lose one you lose it all maybe carry some form of backup ID in your vehicle or if you have a wife or boyfriend coming with you significant other now maybe you can uh, let let them carry your alternate forms of identification so it's good to be able to show who you are especially nowadays so with that a little news I got the other day in the mail there's been a recall on uh, soft tops on a JLU's now, luckily mine is a hard top but they're having a recall on the soft tops so if you have a soft top on your JLU I don't know if it's the two-door and or the four-door but get with your dealer if you haven't already got a notification and see if your Jeep was affected by that okay being prepared is a big statement not only does it cover your, your rigs and what you're packing but what else are you putting in that rig are you putting first aid kits in there fire extinguishers myself I think a camp knife is something you need to prepare for and do you carry those are all very crucial things I think one of the key items is that first aid kit and that fire extinguisher you know a while back I we paired up with a company called Icon and Icon makes survival gear and kits and they'll custom build for you but we had bought a little car carrier kit you know for myself and for our daughters 
And if you open this thing up, it has all kinds of basic first aid in it, survival jackets. There was even one of the uh, N95 masks that everybody's wearing now in that kit. So it's very well equipped. But when you're putting together your kits, what are you planning for? Basic cuts? Or are you actually preparing for if someone has a major cut? You know, butter butterfly band-aids and you know, extreme case, cases suture kit. It really depends on your level of comfort there. But then you've also got the fire extinguisher, which I think is a big one because if anybody does a lot of customization to their rig, that always comes into play. You know, that you have a short and it's starting to burn. Or are you out building a campfire and something goes awry? You know, if your fire extinguisher stops working and you have a campfire, well, what else do you do? You know, you can always have some loose dirt there so you can kick up on it. But for the most part, that fire extinguisher is a very key item, especially when you're out, out and about. So other places where being prepared is, is very crucial is when you're alone in your car. So a lot of times people will travel around with their with your Jeep, with your doors off, your top off. We all love it. I don't run around with my doors off. It's not necessarily my thing, but I get it. I understand why people do it. I used to own a dune buggy years ago, and I can definitely see the attraction to it. But when you're, you or your family is in, in a Jeep and your doors are off, what do you do to secure everything? Because you're, if you're out in the middle of nowhere, well, you only have to worry about you. But there's a lot of people who run around in the cities and town with their doors off that leave everything easily accessible to anybody outside of that Jeep. And if you're in stop and go a lot, you're very susceptible to it. So you really got to make sure your head's on a swivel, that you're watching for what's coming and going and people and especially if you have kids in the, in, the, in the Jeep you know those things all come into play very drastically because things can change in a heartbeat you may not have had a plan but the other person might have so that's something you always got to worry about when you're running out in the wide open like that and then if you do carry you know most people don't realize that most people carry on their right side hip. Well, what else is on your right side hip? And that's seatbelt. So are you relocating your pistol or revolver when you're buckled up? What do you do with it? I've seen some people with a holster rig on the center console, which is a pretty nice setup. Magnetic mount on the dashboard which are all very nice. You have to make sure it's somewhat out of the way because once again, if you're running with your doors off, everybody else sees it too. And that, that holster is not easy to get to if you're buckled in because you have to get around the seatbelt first. And when seconds count, you don't get minutes to do what you want to do. And that kind of brings me to what happens outside of your vehicle. What happens when you're in a strange area 
you walk into a strange room, you know, how do you assess everything? And I know this kind of gets out of the topic of maybe our Jeeps or our rigs a little bit, but we go places and we do things. And we like to experience new areas, but you still have to be safe, especially when you're traveling with the family. So when you're walking into a strange room, do you quickly assess the people in the room the best you can? Do you quickly look for your entries and your exits? A quick, quick assess if something happens in here, whether it be some kind of attack, fire, anything. I know how I came in, how do I get out? It's something you've always got to be aware of. And while it might sound paranoid, it is something that you should do on a daily basis. You know, it's kind of like car insurance. If you knew you were going to have an accident, well, you would just avoid it. You would never buy it. And these things are all just like insurance. If you knew you'd be attacked or mugged or there was a fire that's going to happen in the building you're about to walk in, well, odds are you wouldn't do it. And everybody talks about you're paranoid periodically when you bring these type of subjects up. But I really don't think it's as much as paranoia, and there, there might be a little bit to that. But I also think it's about being aware, aware of your surroundings and how to best manage them. And it doesn't matter if it's if you're not walking into a war zone or anything like that that you're, you don't think you are. But there's nothing wrong with being totally alert of your surroundings at all times. You know, I've trained in martial arts most of my life, and I've had good fortune of training under a, a very good instructor for the last 12 years, and he's always beat into your head, stay alert, stay alive. And that's something that I've tried to teach my daughters as well, because you never know when something's gonna happen that you need to be alert for. You know, one of the things that we teach at that school is it's not stranger danger because most people know their attacker or the person that's going to do them harm most of the time. So we usually teach danger danger because you just don't never know where it's going to come from. Now, if you're talking carjackings and stuff like that, obviously those are strangers and well, you just need to stay alert when you're sitting at a stoplight or something like that. But if you're talking about serious personal attacks, typically those are people you've known either in your life or by an acquaintance. So that's what we teach. Danger, danger. Sad to say. So to bring it back into more of an uplifting uh, conversation, it's always good to be prepared. There's multiple levels of being prepared. And you have to figure out for yourself, for you and your family, at what level of preparation do you want to go to? And it covers multiple gamuts of life, whether you're talking about trail riding, you know, did you pick your route? Did you pack your gear? Did you pack your tools? Did you map out the uh, trip? Did you let people know where you're going to go? Did you share your map? 
You know, sharing your map is something that I was taught when I was flying back in the 80s. And you always planned your route and then you let someone know where you're going to be roughly when in case something happened they would always know well here's where we might want to start looking so do you have a backup ID you know especially for electronics and everything you can always have a backup on a cloud or somewhere like that that you can get to you don't necessarily have to have that on person that's the one joy of today's day and age is that you can always have your backups for personal identification, credit cards, all of that out on the cloud. It doesn't have to be on your person. So with that, I'll say stay alert, stay alive. Always be prepared. I think that might even be somewhat of a Boy Scout motto from what I remember. It's been a long time. So. This is Larry, this is Jeeps and Java, episode number five. If you have any comments, suggestions, or feedback, our brand name is Jeeping Mo. You can always go out to our website. There's a big green banner there that says feedback. It'll pull up email. You can send me some feedback. And you know the drill. Whether it's good, bad, or you just want to tell me I suck, that's all good. But give me some kind of feedback. And our, on our Jeeping Mo YouTube site, we're asking everybody if you can email us a clip or email us a description of where it is, and I'll send you a file request through Dropbox. And we're putting together some videos of everybody out on their trips, vacations, and stuff like that with your Jeeps or your Toyota rig or whatever you want to say so that when this pandemic lifts people know where they want to go but if you want to do that go to the Jeeping Mo website click that feedback button either send me your picture I would like to know where it's at I need something from you that says you can use it otherwise YouTube can demonetize me and they can put a strike on my channel now I can't go to your, your, your YouTube site. You have to actually send me the link or send me the video, not the link, I'm sorry. And I'll mention you and the location in the video when we get it all put together. So with that, that's episode number five in the book. This is Larry and Jeeps and Java and we will talk to you next week. Until then, have fun on the road.